Welcome to the One Last Sketch Podcast. It's your host again, Michael Wojcik, and I'm joined by... Marie Gottmarek. And today we're talking about the recently concluded Lizzie Bennet Diaries. Or as we like to think of them, I started watching the Lizzie Bennet Diaries from the first episode when it started and going by the two-episode-a-week schedule that they had on. It was a YouTube web series uh, produced by Hank Green, one of the vlog brothers. I'm not sure if the other one is involved. And it was an adaptation of Pride and Prejudice, but done in a vlog format. I started watching it, I think, probably about episode five in or so, because you told me about it. And... Fell in love immediately, which is surprising because I don't actually like Pride and Prejudice that much. But yeah, I this like is the Lizzie case Bennett. with both of us is that we came mm-hmm. into the series and neither of us likes Jane Austen all that much. As I think, tedious writing. Yes, as I think we made clear with the Dragons and Top Hats podcast before. But for whatever reason, this update in video log format really seemed to work. A lot of reasons, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Are we going to go through them all? Yes, yeah. we shall. <laughs> Ooh, okay, it's like it's a podcast or something. Mm-hmm. Two features that stand out most to me are the writing and the acting in this show, which is the case with any good show, really. Yeah. Considering the format, I would not have expected it to be of the quality that it was. Yes, I think it is sort of that characterization that made it really, really good. And they did it so well as a video log that I was like, oh my god, What's going to happen to Lydia next week? You know, like, I, I need to know, even though I totally did know what happens because it's Pride and Prejudice. And if you, oh yeah, no spoiler alert, it's Pride and Prejudice. You should know the answer to this. <laughs> From the multiple, multiple versions that have already come out, you should have watched at least one of them before coming to the Lizzie Bennet Diaries at some point. Uh, or not, as the case may be. I only really knew Pride and Prejudice through watching snippets of the BBC show that my sister happened to be watching at the time. I have seen uh, the most recent Pride and Prejudice. Which I started. Yes. I remember. I did not watch very much of that before losing interest entirely. I think even prior to watching the Pride and Prejudice, I'd, I'd seen Sense and Sensibility and like Emma and a couple of other Jane Austen shows. I once tried to read Sense and Sensibility, but couldn't really get into it. But um it's just like, I mean, it has a happy ending. It's going to happen. I think this kind the story is kind of predictable that way. So, In terms of coming towards this with Jane Austen in mind, I have started books by Jane Austen and never gotten very far. I think the furthest I ever got was Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters. And even the Sea Monsters couldn't save that for me. <laughs> Yeah, I have read both Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters and Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, both of which are still extremely tedious. And really, the um, so-called horror action doesn't bring them up that much. I'd say it probably actually makes it a bit worse because... I would agree. I <laughs> think that Sense and Sensibility and Sea Monsters is f- was a far worse experience than what little I had of the actual Sense and Sensibility. <laughs> However, the Lizzie Bennet Diaries was oh, excellent. <laughs> 
They remain, continue to be amazing. And while it does change the story in, I wouldn't say a similar way, but it does make the kind of changes that Pride and Prejudice and Zombies would make to update the setting. <laughs> uh, well, it just has to stay consistent with the modern mores, as it were. And also, people yes. typically don't have quite so many children now, so they did have to cut down the number of Bennett sisters. I think that was more the case of the other Bennett sisters don't matter anyway. <laughs> yeah, I really don't. So, <laughs> so why include them? Well, Kitty Bennett's still in it. She yes. just happens to be a cat. Yeah, it works very well. And the other change that they made, which I thought worked kind of well, was that Mary was a cousin instead of an actual sister. So the clear family of the Bennetts was smaller. And speaking of introducing characters like Mary Bennett, I really enjoyed how it started off on a very small scale in terms of cast. And then as the series went on, you had new characters introduced slowly but surely Mm -hmm. (laughs) to actually appearing on screen. Because for a long time, we thought that Mr. Darcy would just never be shown. And I still thought that that might have been an interesting way to do it, just because then he could always be the ideal Darcy that every girl dreams of. Well, maybe interesting for you. Well, I'm sorry. That I <laughs> <laughs> was more in the case that, no, no, show show the guy, yeah. please. <laughs> or at least when the the episode where you see his torso, mm-hmm. that you can't just leave us hanging without the face. <laughs> I don't know, I kind of thought they should have left him without the face just for that one and come back at a later time to show him. It was a big shock when, you know, he knocks out the door, like, oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting Darcy this point, but anyway. The uh, costume the costume theater beforehand, though, was probably one of the best parts of the, the show. The costume theater, which continued, kind of tapered off as a theme after a while, as Lizzie matured in a certain way, I suppose, it was a great way of storytelling. It was kind of interesting how characters like um, Caroline and Bing got introduced, Bing not knowing. Oh, yes, and Bing is Bing Lee, who is replacing Mr. Bing Lee in the Yes, I guess there are some ethical issues that were brought up in that case, that if we're supposed to take this as a real video log that Lizzie is doing, why is she showing people who aren't consenting on screen? Mm -hmm. And the proper answer is, but it's not real. (laughs) And we want to see them. (laughs) And the hilarious YouTube comments of, geez, why are you like this? And the hilarious YouTube response of, you do realize that this is fictional, right? And that this is way too well cast to be real. (laughs) But still, there was the occasional person for at least the first 50 episodes or so who just didn't get that it was actually a real thing happening. The scripting for something like a video log was very close to what someone might actually do, though. Mm-hmm. Which, again, speaks to the quality of the writing on the yeah. show. <laughs> and in some ways, might have made um, acting a little bit easier because I did a lot of the um, editing, just chopping in the bits that work, as you tend to do when you make a video log. So. Mm. Whether that's part of them editing out the gaffes or whether that was on purpose, I'm not yeah. sure. I know they would like get together and film quite a few episodes just in one I, shot. Yes, I, I did watch a quite a Q and A with uh, whatever their names that played Lizzie and Darcy, and um, yeah, something like five maybe. It was really interesting to me how. There were people would get impersonated in the earlier episodes who hadn't been cast mm. yet for the later yeah. ones, especially with the case of Darcy, mm-hmm. who 
hadn't been done so many times, and when he's actually on screen, no, he never does wear that beret, except for the one time when he's pretending to impersonate yeah. himself. But the costumes never necessarily had to make sense to the person. It, it did feel more it was just whatever Lizzie had on hand to represent the person she used. I mean, she's represented Charlotte as a very poor book. So <laughs> adding to the sort of realistic way of it was the sort of outside of the actual storytelling storytelling that went on because there was lots of different media platforms used to tell the story, which I think if one thing is um, watch, watching the story as it was shown probably will be slightly more interesting than somebody who just finds it later and watches all the episodes because we had we access to the tumblers and twitters to see what people were kind of saying back and forth as their characters. That was the case if you were if you wanted to dip mm-hmm. into that extra media content than you could. I didn't, I didn't but I was aware that it I did take a look at it briefly at one point just to see what kind of thing that people were talking about when they mentioned uh, the tumblers and twitters and the comments just to see what was going on. It was all just kind of. Extra stuff, but it was kind of interesting that um, the people watching could interact with the character off screen, as it were. True. And also just in YouTube, they would have other characters have their own channels to show different parts of the story that were off screen of what Lizzie was doing at whatever point, which was also done really well. The, uh, the Lydia Bennett's stories are particularly good. I didn't buy the Gigi Darcy um, ones. No, I think the Lydia Bennett ones really worked out well too because that character's just kind of loathsome. Yeah. In the books. Well, I think, yeah. <laughs> Nobody yeah. likes Lydia from the BBC series. It's the least favorite character of anyone yeah. I've talked to. And it, it suited her personality. It has something all about her on the side whenever she couldn't be in Lizzie's videos. Well, you got to know her a lot better in the Lizzie Bennet mm-hmm. Diaries. And she had her own character arc and development that were not in the book itself. Well, I thought that the, particularly when um, she was dating George Wickham, I felt that that was probably when the Lydia Bennett diary, Lydia, well not Lydia Bennett diaries, but the Lydia Bennett channel was more interesting. Because you could see the um, mm-hmm. sucking in and change of the character. And as for the Gigi Darcy channel, that one was far more of a stretch. I had to, had to <laughs> hang it, my belief to suspend it, as it were. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like the Lydia channel where it was just, she really wants attention, so she started her own YouTube channel because her sister did, and she needed to one-up mm-hmm. her sister. Uh, in that case, it was supposed to be a company channel for Pemberley Digital. And uh, the one thing was that at the very end of the Gigi Darcy, because it was a very short-lived channel, was um, she mentioned that it was a storytelling platform. That's what the thing was, the application that she was tr- that she was using. And I was like, oh, well, if he had mentioned that beforehand, I would have actually had a better time believing this. Well, it just seems like a terrible idea for yeah, I know. <laughs> I think that's what got me every time I watched one of those videos was, who would use this? I feel that if there's not a lot of other ways around it that they could do, because Gigi's character doesn't lend to just making a channel about other people's lives like Lydia's does, so... Yeah. I don't know. Darcy's not going to have a channel. Yeah, no. <laughs> Much as everyone would love, love for that to happen. Fangirl squeal. <laughs> It was really nice that you got to see that side of the story. Mm-hmm. 
that was going on, but the actual execution was hitting the problem with a sledgehammer, maybe? Although at least the application she was using made sense for the plot itself. Because it was in downloading mm-hmm. the Domino app terms and conditions and such that Wickham was discovered. They're able to try, yeah. 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 We can talk about Wickham, who was also really well Very acted. well played. A very uh, a good, well cast that the the character, the actor is, is both uh, physically good looking as you'd expect Wickham to be, and also just really skeezy. Really. From the very beginning, you know he's slimy, you can see that he's a charmer. Well, if you look through the comments on YouTube at what he showed up, people were like, maybe they'll make Wickham a good guy this time. I know, time. it was a very positive actually appearance to see Wickham from the first. And I kind of like that he wasn't, like, twirling a mustache evilly and chuckling, you know, in the beginning. It helps build up the actual yeah. disappointment and sadness when he uh, did his dastardly deeds. Yes, even when Wickham showed up on Lydia's channel, they were like, they're really good together. Yeah. They see together. <laughs> to start off with until you start seeing her uh, energy getting slowly sucked. That was where I felt the costuming and makeup department did a particularly good job was seeing the Lydia's transformation as she got kind of destroyed by George Wing, who was just a leech. And, of course, Mary mm-hmm. Kate Wiles just oh. did a fabulous job in portraying yeah. that, too. <laughs> she's got to get... I think she's already getting a lot of work. That's out of good. That series. <laughs> I'm not sure how much it affects the careers of the other people who are involved, but at least some of the actors have been appearing in new mm-hmm. web series now. Yeah. Oh, hey, what did you think of the character of Collins, Ricky Collins? I found him extremely yeah, amusing. He was, he was, he was kind of comedic, but yet somehow I found it believable that he might actually exist. He was that very special kind of irritating. And it, it's a special kind of irritating where you know he's irritating, but he's still kind of a nice guy, so you don't want to just be an asshole to him. Yeah. And I'm very pleased that he ended up moving to Winnipeg. I found that the glorious uh, Winnipeg and the wonderful establishment of Tim Horton's compliments to be kind of cute to to be directed at the Canadian audience, which would be smaller, but still. Always enthusiastic to hear that kind of thing. Going back to an earlier comment you made about how it was a better experience to have seen the show as it was going on because you could dip into the various other media Mm -hmm. that they were using. I just think even if you hadn't looked into those other avenues, it still feels like that experience of having to ex- go through the story in real yeah. time made it better than had I just found the series at the end and watched them yeah. in two days. The pacing was kind of appropriate for, like, the times as they came off. It's like, yeah, I could believe that would happen in a couple of days, or I would believe that would have happened in a couple more days in the last one. I guess I should put in here how this show became a feature of my life through my almost the entirety of my master's degree. Yes, you will be so lonely without Lizzie Bennet now. True, because a web series is a is perfect for a graduate student because you only get it in ten minute segments. I will say that as a medical student, I'm also going to miss it. And some of my friends in medical school who I've mentioned it to will are dismayed now that they don't know what to do on their Monday and Thursday study break time. The anticipation was really, really made in for me. Uh, you really looked forward to every Monday and mm-hmm. Thursday. 
I mean, this this constant fixation of my earlier time as a master student is over now, as of episode 100, which is kind of sad. But they did rip, they did wrap it up in a really satisfying way. And from the splash page on the last episode, there is apparently going to be another adaptation of mm. something in the near future. They haven't said what. I kind of hope they don't. Don't do a Jane Austen adaptation next. Yeah. (laughs) And go for some other really famous classic work that can be adapted well into vlog. Well, I feel like the thing about Pride and Prejudice that made it work very well is that it is a very simple kind of pure narrative. Because it's two people meet each other, they don't like each other bunch of stuff happens, and they actually just learn about each other, and then they end up loving each other and falling in love. Like, it's a very simple kind of narrative that everyone can kind of recognize and get behind and understand, whereas I'm not sure if every other Jane Austen story is going to be quite as transferable. I remember, in, I think it's Emma, where she's doing lots of matchmaking kind of stuff, that it's sort of it's not, it's just it doesn't quite wouldn't quite cross as well to the modern time I feel like. Mm-hmm. And also because Elizabeth Bennet seems like the kind of person who, if she did live now, she would have a video. Yeah, on. she would be doing a master's in communications or whatever she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, whereas I'm not sure that mm-hmm. any of Austin's other books would really work mm-hmm. like that. Whatever they do, I will probably watch it. It's just yes, definitely with this particular mm-hmm. crew. Not even the actors, just the writers, the director, the producer on this working together could probably cook up something good for their next project. Oh, it was a bit of an in-joke uh, when uh, Lizzie Bennett went to VidCon. Leave a uh, talk to her own producer or somebody. <laughs> it was a very cute meta moment that everyone kind of laughed at. But in my hopes for future series, uh, I really would like to see a different author tackled. Mm. Who do you want to see tackled particularly? Uh, Heart of Darkness. I could see it like a travel narrative. It could work. It could be like, I took this cruise and... My God. (laughs) Then they put me on this river boat. Oh, that would be, that would be, hmm, that would be interesting. That would be, it would probably... I think that might be probably too too difficult for that. On the other hand, it would be entertaining. So, you know... Also, according to the splash page, there is supposed to be a mini-series based on an unfinished work by Jane Austen about Gigi Darcy. That could be interesting, because she did become a very interesting character. Mm-hmm. Like like all of them, all the characters got filled in to become people that you actually kind of liked. Even Lydia, who's sort of, repu- sort of repulsive, you did end up caring. <laughs> and I felt that Gigi, because before she was just kind of an ornamental character, really... Largely. She has some motivation to plot and things that she does, and she's nice and everything, but she had more kind of actual activity in this story, so. I found it really great how when she's introduced, she is the yeah. man girl. <laughs> As she just throws her brother and Lizzie together at every I did like how she left a group of small children next to a pool alone or something. Parents get mad when they when you don't supervise their children. <laughs> oh. oh, I realized this is a very important character we haven't talked about yet. That would be Jane Bennett. Yeah. 
Oh, come on. He was, again, slightly more interesting in this version. True, but I think that counts with just about every yeah. character in this But version. I kind of liked how she got pretty spunky by the end. The characters were given emotional development and arcs that might have been hinted mm-hmm. at in the book, but weren't really mm-hmm. developed. Well, yes, the final decision that had to do with Bing Lee was um, quite a bit different than yes. let's get married. <laughs> yes. Well, really, a lot of the none of the proposals were really for marriage, which I kind of liked because yeah. the proposal to Charlotte was a work proposal, job, offer. That's mm-hmm. the words I'm looking for. And also to Lizzie, that was the same proposal. And then in the argument with Darcy, he doesn't say that I want to marry you. He says, I I love you, yes. Lizzie Bennett. Which is slightly poor. <laughs> Which is, I think, the only part of that dialogue that has been yes. changed. Because that was the one case where they actually directly lifted the dialogue from the book. Yes. These days, I feel like people would probably respond more to love than just marriage necessarily. Depending. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And- well, it's interesting in that case, too, because the mother is so obsessed yeah. with marriage. <laughs> it, it was funny that to make her mother appropriately anachronistic, they had to make her kind of a southern belle. I thought that was an interesting kind of comment. We never get to see the father act, nah. but he got to be adorable yep. The anyway. train, particularly, was what I really, really liked. Lizzie Bennett's father. Shall we talk yeah, about Yeah, we should Caroline. talk about Caroline, actually. I was quite ambivalent for a while to wonder how much of a terrible person she was actually going to be. I guess sort of like George Wickham. Like I sensed that she was false-ish from the beginning. But I was like, oh, maybe she's not going to be as big of a dick as she is in um, the story. But nope, she definitely ended up being a lot bigger of a dick. I already mentioned costume and makeup a little bit. What do you think? Did you notice anything particularly with costume and makeup? I mean, besides the fact that Jane got the prettiest dresses, but I think that was established yeah. in the show itself. Well, the other thing I did notice that um, everyone did look really nice, which was actually one of the things that I found slightly less believable, because I'm like, I don't know if people always are able to look this nice by themselves. Like, I'm like, that's a lot of really nice makeup these people have on. <laughs> I think that was the case of a crack in the facade when Lizzie was supposed to have not yes. gotten any sleep. I was filming is that she still looks like she was just sleeping with yeah. her makeup on. Yeah. On the other hand, top quality production yeah, definitely. values. <laughs> I'm not sure how it was yeah. funded, but good on whoever yeah, filmed the cash. Uh, uh, quite a lot of the time I thought that the background didn't exist, but then somebody would walk through it or something and I'd be like, oh, that's actually not just a painted wall, that's a real place that they're in. I'm suitably impressed. <laughs> Uh, I would actually rate this as the best web series that I've seen. I have to agree. I've only seen another two that I can think of. Well, no, three. But this is definitely pure entertainment, the best. In terms of storytelling and writing, it's the best. Production values, and maybe not, but... Well, I mean, I mean, it's just a video log. What, are you, what would you expect? There's no lasers involved in a video log. True, <laughs> that they were able to stretch their budget quite away because our expectations on the yeah. audience side were yeah. far lower for yeah. someone just recording themselves on a camera. It, <laughs> I still felt every now and then, I was like, I still wouldn't believe that somebody would post this uh, at all. 
Oh, yeah, but that's again with the ethical issues, and well, no, I want to see yeah. this person. Everyone seems so, yeah, I want you to film this, Lizzie. It's your video log. And I was like, who says that? But, <laughs> all right. <laughs> it does reveal the Well, you can only stretch credulity so it does, it, I, I, I mean, you have to reveal the story in some way to the audience, so, yeah. I think almost all the... Mm-hmm. Gaffs that were made were forgivable. What gaffs were there particularly? <laughs> well, the cracks that I was talking about before where someone's makeup is too nice or they wouldn't film there or that person wouldn't say that or she would never post yeah. that video. Yeah. What did you think okay. of the sex website? Uh, it looked like it was made in GeoCities in which, the 90s. Was which hilarious. was more or less what you know, I was expecting when they talked about it. Yeah. These are George Wickham's computer yeah, skills. But it was also, I felt, because in, I can't remember what he does in Pride and Prejudice, something. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe they just, they have sex and, I don't know, Lydia's pregnant or something, she's no longer, or she's lost her all her honor and he has to marry her or something like that, I don't know. But this, I was like, well, nowadays, just having sex wouldn't be enough necessarily. So I was wondering, prior to that, what they were going to do to make George Wickham's actions truly dastardly. I mean, there is the case of why she allowed him to film. I think that was kind of addressed in the sucking out her self-esteem and character-ness. And it does lead up to the really, really emotionally charged and heartbreaking bit where Lydia starts And then it runs off screen, yeah. Yeah. I was interested when I read the comments of that particular video because some people called it over overacting and some people said it was brilliant. And I'm kind of more on the side of I feel like that would be a fairly realistic response. Having seen some people hit who are in hysterics over bad news in my life. I was like, no, this mm-hmm. seems about the right level for someone of Lydia's sort of temperament. I, I actually think it was played down from some of the people mm-hmm. I've known. So... I guess that would be a judgment call that would depend on your personal experience yeah. of people going into hysterics. Well, she ran off camera, though, to do it, and that made sense to me. Mm-hmm. Because as much as she's, like, yeah. posted other, let Lizzie film other things, she's not going to let somebody see her do that on camera, the breakdown completely, that is. As for stretching credulity, there is the fact that these people who are putting their videos on YouTube, they don't seem to watch each other's videos. I didn't videos notice that, and I was like, Truth. But then again, I kind of think about it and go, yeah, that, that yeah. kind of happens. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how many of our friends have blogs? It's true. Just, we'll get around to reading it. I think I haven't day. read your most recent blog post either. <laughs> there you wow. go. Outrage. <laughs> There's something that people who watch uh, the video in the future won't be able to see was actually... When the website came down, because it was kind of neat, because I was tracking it and like watching the count, and I was like, I know it has to come off before the Thursday video release for like the story to make sense. So I actually did track it to kind of when it did when it did get to the point where you couldn't actually see anything on that web page anymore. Well, I wasn't that involved. I was I was interested to see that it would make the storytelling more interesting, and I'm not convinced that it really is a new is like the latest, greatest way to tell stories, having this kind of um, extra stuff. I feel like that might, part of the way reason people get excited about having Twitter and YouTube accounts for the characters is that it's, the internet likes to self-justify in how it delivers information and interaction and so-called more socialness. But um, 
I'm not convinced that it would be better or worse. It was kind of different. It was sort of interesting, but I never ended up following the Twitters or Tumblers because it was kind of, I'm just not a Twitter or Tumblr person, largely would be why. <laughs> but yeah. Well, there's also the sense that maybe you're getting too much yeah. at some point. But again, it was optional, so it yeah. didn't really matter. You can watch Lizzie's videos and you would get the whole story. Well, in in tandem with the other people on uh, YouTube channels. Yeah, yeah well, I still get the main well, point. Not all of them, yeah. actually. Because I think they had a YouTube channel for Charlotte's Yeah, there sister. was one for the for um, Collins and Collins, and I did watch that one. <laughs> How to use a light bulb. Mm-hmm. But her sister also put a... There was a short series where she was talking about Oh, I never Charlotte. actually noticed that. Yeah, well, I didn't watch that series all yeah. the way through either. But that was another case of there was another YouTube channel with stuff going on with characters who were absent from the Lizzie Bennet diaries, because I think those were taking place in the time when Charlotte and Lizzie weren't talking mm. to each other. So it would fill in, but it wasn't necessary for the narrative They did do at the end of the videos the queuing to Here's the Lady's Lydia Bennet video. And that was would yeah. tell you if you kind of needed to see it. And that was actually kind of nice when there were Lydia Bennett's or Gigi Darcy's that um, you could, you'd got more than the Monday and Thursdays of those weeks because they would be uploading on, I think, Wednesdays. Or every time there would be a Q of A on the weekend. Yay! (laughs) Extra content! And uh, I I know the Q and A's weren't scripted, but I still felt that the responses were sometimes hilarious and and still foreboding. (laughs) <laughs> Out of ten, how would you rate Lizzie Bennett Diaries? I give it an unabashed ten. I would say it, but I'd have to go, I'll give it a 9.5 because I don't really believe in perfection. Oh, oh, okay, if that's how you want to I'm, roll. I'm very, very fond of the Lizzie Bennett Diaries and will probably go back and watch them every now and then in the future. Well, I, I think we've yeah, I think we've reached the conclusion along with the Lizzie Bennett Diaries. All we can really do now is say, if you haven't seen it... You need to go and watch it. It's a good time. It truly is. 